When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So in the UK, people are taking pictures of dead people showing up in unexpected places. Last month, we had the people taking pictures of the clouds that resembled the queen uh, wearing a hat. Hey, there's a picture of it. You can't deny it. It's there in the sky. It looks like the queen uh, in the clouds wearing a hat. Well, now we have a lady in the UK who has taken a picture of her ketchup container uh, with the shape of, it uh, looks like Elvis is at the bottom of the container. Right? So she was dipping her chicken nuggets in the little ketchup container there in the UK. And she said she looked down at the container to see if she could dip another nugget out of that ketchup container. And oh my gosh. It looks just like Elvis at the bottom of the container. And she took a picture of it. She showed her husband. She said hubby just kind of blew it off. But she uh, was excited and thought that it was awesome. And she said her mother is an Elvis fan. And she loved it. And it wasn't, uh, if it wasn't food, I for sure would have kept it. But I know how it would have turned out bad so I didn't keep it but she did take a picture so we have it you know lasting forever with a picture it almost sounds like this is uh, a couple of stories that you'd get in the newspaper that Ricky Gervais uh, works at in Afterlife if you have not seen Afterlife on Netflix my gosh you are missing uh, a great series but his uh, the newspaper that he works at uh, in the show is the Tanbury Gazette newspaper. It's a free local newspaper. And this is the kind of stories that they would run. You would get the story of the people who took the picture of the queen uh, in the clouds. And you'd also talk to the family and especially uh, Lisa Ringsell, the mother who saw Elvis staring back at her at the bottom of her ketchup dunking container. So it's there. The pictures are there. It's all it's all true. So the next time you are out eating or looking up at the sky and you see a cloud formation or the bottom of your ketchup dipping container or whatever sauce dipping container and it looks like a dead celebrity or a live one for that matter, Make sure you take a picture because we all want to see it. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Well, the family of Helena Hutchins, you remember her, the cinematographer that was killed on the set of the film Rust, has reached a settlement with the movie's production company and cast Oh, isn't that uh, the production company and the cast that includes Alec Baldwin? Oh, why yes. 
Yes, it is. Uh, details of the agreement were not disclosed and are subject to court approval, so it still has not been approved by the court. But, uh, and despite this settlement, uh, Alec still could face criminal prosecution as authorities, you know, are trying to get, and I think maybe they did finally get the funds to uh, continue with the prosecution. So, okay, we'll see what happens. I know production is set to resume in January, which is pretty amazing that uh, Mr. Baldwin is going to continue on with this film. I mean, it's his deal, so I guess he wants to get it done. But the widower, Matthew Hutchins, is going to be the executive producer alongside the original cast and crew. Wow, that will be a strange movie set to be on. And especially because, I mean, Alec will be there. And that will be really, really Kind of weird. <laughs> now, Souza, uh, the guy who got shot, is uh, deciding he's going to come back as, you know, resume his role as director. All right, be careful. Uh, I would uh, not stand behind the camera when Alec Baldwin <laughs> has that gun in his hand. Now, I know he didn't pull the trigger and it just went off. And he doesn't know how it happened, but it's not his fault. It's someone else's fault. So, you know, we'll see how that works out. And do you want to see this movie anyway? Eh, not really. <laughs> I mean, Alec is a douche and I like a lot of his work, but I don't know that I would, that I'm going to enjoy this work. But anyway, uh, they've made a civil settlement and it'll probably get rubber stamped in the courts. So they'll get a little money from insurance and get as much as they can. And hopefully Rust will get back on the set in January and we can put this all behind us. Right, Alec Baldwin? In a completely unrelated story, a manure truck overturned in New York. Oh man, that had to have been nasty. Uh, spilled four and a half thousand gallons of liquid manure into a nearby ditch oh oh on the ground and on the road and in the ditch four and a half thousand gallons of liquid manure oh i could i could almost i could almost puke thinking about what that smelled like oh my gosh so it was hauling about 9,000 gallons of manure. Oh, that's good. So only about half spilled. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is nasty. So I guess there was a 25-year-old truck driver of the tractor trailer, lost control of the rig, went off the road, overturned several times. Oh man. And so that was had to have been nasty <laughs> uh, I guess it's all cleaned up now uh, you know they the road was closed for several hours yeah I bet and uh, holy cow nobody there was no uh, there was no no one lost their life and uh, there was uh, one person who was injured with non-life-threatening injuries so that's good 
Um, I just feel like, oh my gosh, that is nasty. And even after they open it up, um, wow. And you know, after a while you're still driving by that area and you still have that. And it's like running, <laughs> be worse than running over a skunk. Almost, almost because that, that smell would just permeate that particular area. It'd be nasty. Four thousand pounds of liquid, gallons, I'm sorry, gallons of liquid manure just sitting there. Oh, nasty. I don't know what made me think of this story. I mean, I was just doing a story on Alec Baldwin and then, you know, got me thinking about four and a half thousand gallons of liquid manure. That's, that's all. That's all I was doing. You know, I see where, you know, Alex Jones is on trial again. And, you know, I didn't haven't covered much of this trial because it's another Sandy Hook trial. And, you know, he's going to be found guilty. No one is going to let Alex off the... No, that's not... <laughs> the gunshots and the gun cocking is for Alec. Not Alex. Okay, so relax. <laughs> I mean, that's the rules. When I use the name of the actor, Mr. Baldwin, when I use his full name, I mean, obviously you get the gunshot. And when I use his first name, you get the gun cocking. But when I'm talking about Alex Jones, you don't get that because it's not the same. It's not. Alex Jones is A-L-E-X. Alec is A-L-E-X. See, anyway, uh, Alex Jones, his trial, uh, you know, is still going on. And uh, there's a big story here about the testimony that happened in this trial. And it talks about how one of the victims of the Sandy Hook massacre, the parents of one of the seven-year-old kids, uh, you know, testified that one of Alex's supporters urinated or some, or multiple supporters urinated on their son's grave. Uh, okay. So that is horrific. No question. I, 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 the whole thing is just horrific, but oh, that's not Alex Jones fault. I mean, and even if you say, because he was talking about, uh, you know, the possibility of this mass shooting was a hoax. So he's responsible for the actions of all of these people who I guess are urinating on these people's graves and who are calling and saying things and they're saying mean things to family members of the, uh, of these children who were killed. I, I mean, how is that allowed in court? I'm sorry. That has nothing to do. I, I realize that these believers are harassing the family and it's horrible and it's been 10 years now and it's just amazing. And I know that it's, I know, I can't even, I can't even imagine how these parents have suffered. I just can't. But when I can't believe that we're allowing the people to say, yes, because of Alex Jones, these people are urinating on my son's grave. Um, okay. Okay. I just... Well, I just, I, I, I'm going to leave it right there. Okay. All right. I've had enough. I've had enough. All right. Let's uh, go to the break room. I need something cold to drink.
Desperately. One of the things that's great about listening to this show or any show or any music that you're listening to is when you're able to hear it all and understand it all without any of the, you know, extracurricular ambient noise. And that's why I love Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-air fit, uh, they are really comfortable. And once they're in your ear, they don't budge. They do not budge. They stay right there. Trust me. Raycons give you eight hours of playtime, 32-hour battery life. They're priced just right. Raycons priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. That's no wonder Raycons Everyday Earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. <laughs> yeah, it's no wonder, okay? They have three customizable sound profiles, uh, earbud tap functions, noise isolation, awareness mode. I, I'm a fan of the noise isolation. Uh, I don't need to be aware of any of the other noise, noise going on around me. Okay, I want to listen to what I'm listening to and not be bothered with that uh, extracurricular ambient noise. That's why I love my Raycon wireless earbuds. And I just, uh, you know, I told you I have, uh, I got a pair and then my daughter uh, uses them. So I got another pair. And just the other day, my wife is like, so, um, you know, we, uh, let's just look at the, uh, let's go to the, the website and take a look because uh, I think I could use a, a pair as well. So off we went to buyraycon.com and, uh, you know, searching around looking for, <laughs> uh, looking for what she wanted. Buyraycon.com. Go there today. Buyraycon.com. Use the promo code Jeffy15. Jeffy15, get 15% off your Raycon order. Code Jeffy15 at buyraycon.com. I know, I know. It's for a limited time, but you're welcome. (laughs) Buyraycon.com, score 15% off. Buyraycon.com, Jeffy15. Hey, those of you driving around LA, Beverly Hills, Hollywood... Uh, workers are kicking off the big uh, remodel of the Hollywood sign. So, you know, you'll see them working up there. I guess that they're getting uh, they're getting it all fixed up, cleaned up, painting it up, making sure everything looks pretty for its 100th birthday next year. They're using, uh, I don't know, 250 gallons of paint and primer. They're covering up all the dirt and, uh, you know, they want to make it look just pretty. And make it just wonderful for the 100th birthday of the Hollywood sign. Now, the original sign read Hollywood Land. And that went up, obviously, 100 years ago in 1923 uh, by uh, L.A. Times publisher Harry Chandler. He wanted to promote his real estate development. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that deal deal went bust. Uh, never, Never mind that whole Hollywood Land. Eh, don't worry about it. But... By 1944, the sign became property of the city. 
And then that meant that the upkeep on the sign was supposed to be done by the city, which eh, really didn't uh, really didn't work. So the city said, yeah, you know what? We'll take care of it. You know what? We'll just take the land off the sign. <laughs> It'll just say Hollywood. There, my work's done here. <laughs> I mean, then it turned, then it just got, you know, it was just an eyesore. And that was when, uh, back in uh, 1978, Hugh Hefner hosted a big fundraiser at the Playboy Mansion to raise, I don't know, he raised uh, a quarter of a million bucks. In 1978, a quarter of a million bucks was, I guess, probably, you know, uh, you know, $85 billion in today's money. Uh, and so they replaced the old sign and they made it, uh, you know, worthy of uh, Hollywood. And so, you know, that's where we're at today. And now it's getting a little makeover for the birthday party. So when you see the workers up there, just know that's what's happening as you're driving around Southern California, or at least the greater LA area. Well, you know, I got home last night and I see some uh, McDonald's Happy Meal toy sitting on the counter. And I thought, oh, they went to McDonald's. And so how come you didn't get the adult Happy Meal toy? Duh, isn't that why you went? And uh, uh, so my wife says, yeah, we went there to get the adult Happy Meal. And uh, they were all sold out. And so they didn't have any. So I guess they ended up ordering. They had ordered the adult Happy Meal and they got a kid's toy or whatever. I don't know what they did. After that, I was more bummed that they had, you know, they were sold out. And then I see a story where the McDonald's workers are all wound up asking people, stop asking for the adult Happy Meal. We're all sold out, and I'm tired of telling people we're all sold out. We know chewing the fat and talked about it the other day, and it's part of a collaboration with Cactus Plant Flea Market, you know, the streetwear brand, But uh, and it runs till the end of the month, but we're all out. The truck's not coming till tomorrow. We don't have any of the toys, and we're sick of telling people, and we're sick of having people ask for it. So I guess it's a pretty big deal. But uh, here's an idea for the McDonald's workers. That's your job, okay? If you're up front at the counter and you don't have what people ask for, sure, you can say, yeah, man, we, I'm out. Sorry. I've told, you know, you're not the only one. It doesn't make people feel better usually, but it does mean that, you know, you're not alone. You're not alone, man. Everybody's asking for them. And uh, I'm going to try to get them back in for you as soon as I can. But that's your job, uh, you can complain to other McDonald's workers maybe on your break when you're out back, you know, smoking a butt. And uh, I can't believe all these people asking me for the adult Happy Meal, man. I can't believe it. But uh, we sold out fast. <sighs> well, I'm going to go back in now. Sorry, uh, can't help you. We're all out. I'll be happy to sell you the Happy Meal with a kid's toy in it, though, if you'd like. Or I'll just sell you the Happy Meal without the toy but i don't have the entire happy meal with the toy so thanks for shopping at mcdonald's it's not that difficult doing your job you know speaking of doing your job i see a big story on Kristen bale who did a gq interview and uh, he was just giving an interview and he talked about the movie american hustle that's been, I mean, since 2013, right? That movie's been around for quite a while now. And uh, he 
talked about how he mediated a tense situation between the director, David O. Russell, and Amy Adams, who was an actress or actor in the movie. And he said uh, Adams uh, had said that she was just devastated on the set of American Hustle. Uh, Not every day, but most. And I guess Russell made her cry, and that's when Christian Bale you know, confirmed he mediated a tense situation. And, you know, I guess, you know, Russell is, uh, you know, a hard driving director. And so he, you know, hollers and screams or does whatever he does. And that made, uh, you know, Amy cry on the set. And so Christian had to mediate. And, you know, he said, hey, hey, we're dealing with such incredible talents. Uh, You know, let's kind of take it easy and do things right. And, you know, I know that you have a long history of battling actors on the sets, but, uh, you know, let's make this, uh, let's make this better. Okay. That's great. And, uh, um, that's your job, Amy. And I guess maybe she knows that now she talked about how Jennifer Lawrence, uh, was Teflon and it didn't bother her. At least, uh, you know, it didn't react, it didn't react to her like it did for Amy Adams. And she said uh, that this helped her um, separate work from home and how, you know, to deal with tense situations. You know, I mean, okay, great. Thanks, Christian. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. That's part of doing your job. Amy, that's part of doing your job too, baby. So, and I know, you know, I don't know what you were paid for American Hustle. Let's take a look at that. I guess you were bummed saying that you were uh, paid less than other co-stars. But according to this, you're worth about $60 million. So I'm guessing that even though you were paid less than your other co-stars, you made a pretty good paycheck. So that's your job. And if the director is, uh, you know, a tough guy, you got to be tough back. And that's your job. But thanks to Christian for stepping in and helping out. I'm sure, I'm sure the feminists that don't like it, though. Uh, how dare, how dare he, as a man, step in. <laughs> but uh, on behalf of Amy, Christian, thank you. Fat Bear Week going on, and uh, you can go to, well, it's the Katmai National Park. I mean, if you go to explore.org slash Fat Bear Week, uh, you know, it comes up and you can vote in the brackets. We uh, broke it down yesterday for you on the bears in the brackets, and uh, 747 won his bracket, and 164 won, uh, won his bracket, or her bracket. And uh, today we have uh, 854 Divot, 151 Walker, and 901 and 909's yearling. Uh, 909's yearling up against 901. Uh, looking like 901's going to go ahead and win that bracket. And uh, 854 divot against 151. Looks like my man 151 Walker is going gonna, is gonna to win that one. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what comes of it. But you can make your votes. Uh, Fat Bear Week and the bracket continues on. And Fat Bear Week and we'll make our predictions as the time goes. 
As long as we're talking about animals, we might as well stick with animals. Okay, so Fat Bear Week. Then we have this cute little story. It's so darn cute. A cowherd in Germany has gained an unlikely following after adopting a lone wild boar piglet. Isn't that cute? I know. Farmer Frederick Staple uh, told uh, the news agency there, the DPA news agency, is it DIPA? Or is it just DPA? Not sure. Anyway, uh, he spotted the piglet among the herd in the central German community of Abrevode about three weeks ago. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong, so just back off me, okay? It had likely lost its group when they crossed a nearby river. So he said, uh, I know that uh, wild boars can cause all kinds of damage, but I can't bring myself to chase the animal away. Gosh darn it. Uh, the local hunter has been told not to shoot the piglet. We've named it Frida. And in winter, I guess we're just going to put it in the shed with the other cows. And for now, we'll just leave it alone and leave it and leave it nice. It's part of the part of the herd. So I don't know when you decide when to put the old Frida down, but those that day's coming because uh, at some point Frida realizes, you know. I'm not one of them. I'm a boar. Now, they may have left me behind because I was the runt, or I couldn't swim across the river that was close by, or I got lost and turned around, so right now I'm living with the cows. But at some point, little Frida's going to take a little break out behind the barn and smoke a, smoke a cigarette and realize, you know, I'm not one of these. I'm going to start doing some damage. And that's when you're going to have to put her down. That's when you're going to have to say, Frida! <laughs> then we have a story about monkeys. Now, you know, I love, <laughs> I love monkeys. I love stories about monkeys, but they are not nice a lot of times. And so, you know, there are plenty of times when I believe that uh, monkeys are attacking humans. We need to put them down, clearly. But uh, now we're finding out that monkeys that live in large groups near humans are super spreaders. And the most sociable animals should be vaccinated. Uh, scientists have mapped how diseases spread among wildlife populations. And they're saying that when these monkeys are living near humans, they can act as super spreaders, which is why they should be vaccinated. They should be they're super spreaders of coronavirus and influenza, and we need to treat it appropriately. And when they're alongside human settlements, uh, that's not good. So I don't know how you vaccinate all these monkeys and give them medical treatment that could both protect the monkey and the human. Uh, there's one way I can think of that would be a vaccination with lead but I don't think that's what the doctor of this story is talking about <laughs> I could be wrong but I doubt it so I'm sure that Dr. Christina Bellasubramanian B-A-L-A-S-U-B-R-A-M-A-N-I-A-M Amorphophallus I don't think that's how she pronounces it uh, she's the lead author of this study, and she is the one who has highlighted the importance of understanding infectious disease transmission among wildlife populations in urban and peri-urban areas. 
peri-urban areas. I guess that's the suburbs. Uh, okay, you got me. And, uh, and there's also a way. There's also a way uh, that we could uh, we could vaccinate these monkeys uh, that are having interactions with uh, humans, and they are making humans sick. We could vaccinate them with lead. Now, that's, of course, if they were, you know, attacking or doing mean things. Otherwise, sure, go ahead. Be nice to them and give them a snack and you live happily ever after with your little monkey population. Okay? Okay. Wow. Did you see Chris Cuomo's uh, new show on News Nation? I mean, I I did not see it. I'm sorry. Uh, It's called Cuomo. On News Nation, we talked about how difficult it was to come up with that name. I'm sure they had focus groups on it. Hey, let's, you want to call it Chris or Chris Cuomo or CC or, no, let's call it Cuomo. So they did. And it's on News Nation. I don't even know what News Nation is. I should probably find that out. Okay, so according to this, it is America's source for unbiased news where engaged citizens get news that represents the full range of perspectives across the country. Okay. Uh, It's a national news and entertainment cable network reaching 75 million television households across the United States. All right. So they have all that, those households and Chris Cuomo show Cuomo uh, pulled in 147,000 total viewers. So it only had um, 8,000 viewers in the coveted 2554 demo. Uh, they're paying him a million dollars a year, a million bucks a year. Now that's not what he, you know, I don't know what. Uh, CNN was paying him, but I'm sure it was a heck of a lot more than a million dollars a year, but still a million bucks a year. Uh, I'll take that. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, now to just see what, how many people actually that is watching Cuomo, uh, repeats of, um, blue bloods. I mean, blue bloods is a good show. Uh, <laughs> And I guess this this is what plays on News Nation. They have rerun syndicated shows. Uh, Blue Bloods, good for them. I mean, that's a, that's a decent show to have on uh, on reruns. Uh, Paw Patrol. I mean, who doesn't love Paw Patrol? SpongeBob, Seinfeld, Coco Melon, The Office, and Bob's Burgers all drew more viewers. I mean, I can kind of see where those shows would draw more than Cuomo. So, you know, good luck, Chris. I hope it works out for you. I hope you and News Nation. I hope it works out. Look, it's a new it's a new show. It's new time, new network. So maybe it'll all maybe it'll all work out. I don't know. Uh, I know Chris Hayes was, you know, right behind Tucker Carlson on the cable news night. Uh Chris was way behind Tucker Carlson in second place. And Anderson Cooper was way behind the rest of them in third place. And then Eric Bolin, who used to work at, here at The Blaze and uh, was a former Fox News anchor, now hosts The Balance on Newsmax. 
Uh, he had a few more uh, than Cuomo as well. So maybe it might be time it was too early to bring Chris back. But that's not what News Nation thought. And, uh, you know, good luck. Good luck. God bless. <laughs> Reminder to follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. You can follow me on my YouTube channel, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. We have an email address that you can send uh, emails to, chewingthefat at theblaze.com. You can request a cameo from me uh, at JeffyJFR uh, under cameo. That is not free. Uh, and you can also enjoy, uh, Kexi cookies, uh, some of the best cookies, if not the best cookies in the world, if not, I mean, America for sure, but let's just go with the world, uh, Kexi.com. Uh, you can use the promo code, the Jeffy, get 18% off Kexi.com promo code, the Jeffy gets you 18% off. Now, I don't know how long that's going to last. So if you want to enjoy Kexi cookies and want to get that 18% off, it's for a limited time. So I would, I would go there, uh, as quickly as possible. Kexi.com promo code, the Jeffy gets you 18% off. So I got an email from, uh, my bank and they are letting me know about the upcoming holiday that I had forgotten all about, to be honest with you. I mean, I usually have my Columbus Day tree up by now, and I forgot to put it up this year. I know, I know. But uh, October 10th is Columbus Day, and they gave me a list of, you know, holiday, bank holiday, federal holiday schedules, you know, November 11th, Veterans Day, uh, Thanksgiving Day, November 24th, Christmas Day. Uh, That's observed uh, Christmas Day and December 26th, by the way. Uh, New Year's Day is observed uh, January 1st and January 2nd, by the way. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday is January 16th. Uh, uh, President's Day is February 20th. Memorial Day, May 29th. Juneteenth, National Independence Day, June 19th. Independence Day, July 4th. And Labor Day, September 4th. And so then I also in this email that what they're pointing out really is that oh, bookmark the bank holiday schedule, stay on top of your direct deposits. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. However, what kind of threw me a little bit, uh, on this is that, um, you know, I kind of feel like, wait, what? Yeah. I, I, Columbus day is going to have to go away. Because they want it to go away bad. Uh, They talk about uh, celebrating Christopher Columbus is not in line with this bank's values. While we use the term to match the official national bank holiday naming, uh, we believe the holiday should celebrate Native American histories and cultures. So, Indigenous Peoples Day? Uh, it's going to be Columbus day, I guess from now on. And, uh, I don't know why that hasn't been changed. I'm sure this administration will change it. A S A P. 
Look, I know we are sending uh, millions, billions of dollars and equipment and knowledge to Ukraine to fight the war against Russia. And, uh, you know, I, I, enough is enough. I don't know when enough is enough. Our president said it's for however long it takes. But I know that they just joined Spain and Portugal, Ukraine I'm talking about, uh, in a bid to host the 2030 World Cup. That's nice. I know that they reached out and wanted to continue their attempt to join NATO. Oh, that's nice. And they're also planning a big orgy event. Uh, the Ukrainians fearing that uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin may unleash a nuke have organized another big bang. Oh, thank you. A wild sex party in the event that the warmonger's threat becomes reality. More than 15,000 people have signed up for Orgy on S-H-C-H-E-K-A-V-Y-S-T-S-A. Sheshe Kavista. Official. Yeah, so it's the Orgy on Shavasa official. It's a mass romp set up on a telegram group in the event of Putin launching a nuclear blast. I think you ought to do it early. I don't think, I don't think you're going to have time. Uh, if Putin launches, you're not going to have time to get that. There would be participants in the uh, extravaganza uh, on the hill outside of the capital of Kiev, Kiev, uh, have been instructed to adorn their hands with stripes to specify what activities they're interested in. Those into uh, rear sacks are told to draw three stripes, while revelers into the oral may display four and it's the opposite of despair even in the worst case scenario people will look for something good and that special yes i have a feeling that if putin launches and uh <laughs> you're rushing to the hill i don't think the stripes are gonna matter i just that could be just me i just i don't think that the stripes are going to matter. I know that when you hear the air raid sirens go off, you're going to, you know, rush to the hill. And as you're running to the hill, you're going to be putting, you know, one, two, three, four little stripes on your hands, thinking that it matters. But I have a feeling that if you were to get to the hill and, uh, you know, prior to the blast, let's just say it works out where, you know, the blast is coming. You're going to get to the hill for the orgy. I don't think that the stripes on your hand are going to matter. But you never know. You never know. Go ahead. Give it a shot. Hey, some congratulations to some people are in order, though. Miss Texas, our Bonnie Gabriel, becomes the first Filipina-American crowned Miss USA. Miss North Carolina Morgan Romano was runner-up. Congratulations. How about congratulations to Nicole Mann uh, becoming the first Native American woman to go into space. SpaceX uh, slash NASA uh, launched Nicole uh, into space, joining three others on a trip to the International Space Station aboard a SpaceX crewed Dragon vehicle. It was SpaceX's sixth crewed mission to the ISS for NASA since 2020. But I saw one story that said it was the fifth uh, crude flight. So is it five or six? I don't know. Cause they also launched a Russian cosmonaut. 
Congratulations, by the way. That was the segment. Uh, who was going to uh, going to the ISS? Going to stay up there for six months. Uh, on this particular flight. And I, I bet you Jeff Bezos is so pissed because I was looking to see if it was the fifth or the sixth man flight. And then I see where NASA has awarded five additional missions to SpaceX for crew transportation services to the ISS. Wow, I mean, uh, Elon is all about that. <laughs> uh, more billions of dollars from the government. I mean, I know he's making rockets and he's taking people to get the trash up at the ISS. I got it. But, uh, you know, Bezos has got to be so angry at that. So anyway, congratulations to Nicole Mann and the Russian cosmonaut uh, Anna Kakina, uh, who is going to the ISS. Congratulations. Speaking of Elon, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if the deal was going to happen. It still hasn't happened. I know Elon, we talked yesterday about, you know, coming up with the X app, which is the everything app. Uh, you know, everybody wants to create the super app, which is what Elon, you know, is talking about. I know he signals his intentions about uh, building a, a WeChat clone. Uh, this is why Twitter hates him or the Twitter workers hate him. And so, you know, you're building a super app. And we'll see if that happens. Uh, you know, the WeChat, of course, is, uh, you know, for the Chinese people. So I'm sure it works great, though. And uh, the Twitter deal still hasn't done yet. It's still not done. I know that I saw a headline pass by that the judge has postponed the Elon deposition. So it's getting closer. Uh, it's getting closer to, uh, to being a done deal. So congratulations. That was the segment. So congratulations to everyone involved, especially you for listening to Chewing the Fat. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.